Hey everyone, welcome back to another Rocket Trade podcast. Today is Monday. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday though, so uh, we'll have a lot more news for you in the crypto world on Wednesday. But for now, I'm going to pass it off to Jimmy and we're going to give you all the market updates for this week. Yeah, we got a bunch of news today. Uh, so we can start off with Huawei that finally reached a deal with the US uh, Justice Department. So if you haven't heard, for the last three years, Huawei and the US and I guess Canada also involved were kind of in a debacle. Um, the Huawei, she's not the CFO. I think she's like a, but she has like a big position like in the finance department in uh, Huawei. I, I, I have a CFO written here. CFO? Oh, okay. Yeah, Probably. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. CFO Meng Wanzhou. I might have been saying mm-hmm. her name wrong. I so apologize for that. But uh, so with the whole debacle between Huawei and the U.S., I don't know if you remember with uh, President, uh, the past President Trump being really aggressive towards them. So uh, Canada detained the CFO on behalf of uh, the U.S. And I'm guessing in retaliation, China uh, went ahead and detained two Canadians my they're they're two michaels i don't know where their last what their last names are but um anyways last day last night right was it i think it was last um night yeah well the, the yeah and then they the two canadians flew in this morning okay yeah so uh they reached this sort of i guess settlement with the u.s justice department for the release of the cfo and in return uh china released the two canadians who were detained so I guess happy ending. Everybody's happy, I guess, <laughs> and uh, uh, we're done with that. It was three years in the making. This I remember having or reading about this issue like a long time ago, uh, back when Huawei was kind of looking to be banned in the U.S. and Canada. They're not banned now, are they? I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure they're not. Yeah. But it's crazy to like this whole story because, um, so. Meng was originally charged like in the US for fraud and then she w- was in Canada fighting extradition the charge i believe moved to Canada as well under Canadian jurisdiction she was fighting extradition to the US and then aside from that she lived in Canada like she literally had a home in Canada living in Vancouver and that was yeah like you were saying three years and then three years later she flies back and trying to have a huge welcoming party for her i heard that on some of the tallest buildings like the billboards the electronic billboard said welcome home mang it it's just kind of crazy to think about um these, these kind of things are actually happening because i don't know i couldn't i couldn't see uh, like a country taking people hostage that's so prominent like china right. um but no, aside from that, they're, the Chinese government saying that uh, these charges were pure fabrication and it was just uh, like the government's way of retaliating against China. I'm not sure how true that is. I haven't looked into what the accu- accused charges were and what happened there. But regardless, definitely a big day for Huawei. And uh, hopefully we'll see uh, that reflected in the stock price as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um funny stuff yeah anyways uh both uh, Canadians are back home safely Meng was returned home safely as well so uh 
I guess. Good end to the story. <laughs> yeah, for once. Yeah. Uh, but well, yeah. Yeah, aside from that, we have we have some other stuff going on today with Netflix. Okay, yeah, do tell. Yeah, so Netflix kind of officially recognized that they have some pretty strong competitors now, which I mean, they do with HBO Max, Disney Plus, those other streaming services that are competing with top shows that are outperforming Netflix's originals right now. So things yeah. you might have heard of that would be ranking above Netflix would be like WandaVision, The White Lotus, and Ted Lasso. So those are like the top ones for this year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so Netflix officially recognized how strong its competitors were and they're actually taking some action, which I thought was kind of surprising. I didn't know how they planned on, I, I guess, creating their competitive edge again because before they just had the best shows. There was nowhere right. else to go. Right. They're essentially a monopoly. Right, yeah, for a very long time. Yeah, and now they're operating in a very, very competitive oligopoly. So having those few other streamers definitely put some pressure on Netflix. I think this is going to be for the good. It's always good to have some competition in the market. Um, but Netflix has been fighting with Disney before. They they always had some uh, some dispute. I did a, a report on them a little while back. And uh, Netflix didn't always start as like this main streaming provider. But they did. But as soon as they adopted, they kind of stayed true to their course. And they've always been trying to get to this goal because netflix is fairly old um but aside from that right now anyway they're um what they're doing is today actually um i believe it's today yeah so saturday today when we're recording this podcast i don't know if it's already happened i don't think it has because there's no news articles about it yet um but netflix is actually hosting an event where they will be previewing over 100 movies and series that they're going to be releasing and they've already teased that some of these will be another season of stranger things and another season of bridgerton mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh i i heard about that event uh oh it's called tadam t-u-d-u-m so it's the first global fan event virtual so uh they, they're looking to like uh hype up their upcoming original shows uh there's some really good stuff that are coming out um I, I like some of their originals. Like there's some a bunch of them that are really good. Uh I know that Netflix have has been kind of suffering because of Disney's uh run. Uh the Marvel shows that it kind of that uh, Disney launched are just spectacular, which made that competi- competition a bit even more fair because I always thought there was nothing that could replace Netflix, but uh this is really like getting up there. And I'll be honest with if Disney's like I know Disney's production, which I'll get into that in a little bit, got delayed. But um, like with what they have right now, so like just some notable ones would be like um, the the new Winter Soldier, um, whatever it was Captain America and the Winter Soldier, right? Um, Loki, WandaVision, those are all very good. I I haven't watched What If yet, the other Marvel one, but um, they're all very very well performing mm-hmm. series. And aside from that, Disney has the rights to all these characters now. And before, Netflix was kind of playing off of some of the um, partnership deals that they had. So they had like Luke Cage, they had uh, Daredevil, Iron Fist, um, Jessica Jones. Uh, There's one more, The Punisher. uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think they were on. Yeah, it was, but it got switched over to Disney Plus. Because that's where I'm watching it on right now. So yeah, it's, it's, they've just, Disney's 
blowing Netflix out of the water right now, in my opinion. And if they continue their production the way they've been doing it, there's going to be no competition, even though Netflix announced that it's acquiring new content, such as 1990s sitcom Seinfeld and <laughs> works of Roald Dahl, which is the author of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't think these are quite the competitive edge that Netflix needs. So hopefully at their event today, there's some pretty interesting titles uh, announced. It feels like they're targeting the older generation now, like with Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld was huge. Uh, I, I haven't watched it. Like it wasn't in my time, I guess. But uh, uh, like everybody like says one of the biggest shows in the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely one of the one of the more watched sitcoms. It was up there, I think, with friends. Oh yeah, oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Um. But yeah, speaking of the Disney rights, do you want to go into that? Yeah, I can get into that for sure. So Disney. Um. So I'll I'll start with the production first. So Disney has announced that the Delta variant has postponed some of their production. So it will be. Um. It will be the content won't be as coming out as scheduled which isn't a huge deal i'd much rather protect against the new delta variant than you know get to watch my new show but um that is that is happening right now and the subscriber growth is probably going to be slower than expected because of this i know i'm assuming that there'll be some more subscribers closer to when uh shang chi will be actually released on disney plus which i believe the new deal after the black widow um sue was they they came to an agreement with the um with the actors that 90 days after um theater launch mm-hmm. they'll be released onto disney plus which i agree with i think that's a fair oh, fair yeah. time frame it's better than uh waiting like the eight months nine months it was before so right um but yeah so basically what we're talking about um, when it comes to disney right now aside from their production delays is the lawsuit that's going on which is actually quite significant. So there were some, um, I, I want to get this word right, notices, served notices to the company indicating that basically the rights that Disney Marvel has to Spider-Man and Iron Man and Black Widow were to be terminated. And that was from the, um, his name is Larry Lieber, which probably doesn't mean um, a lot to you right now but he's the brother of stan lee Dang. not sure how they're related must be mother mm-hmm. but um yeah it's pretty he's a pretty significant person i don't understand why he would be trying to terminate those rights because stan lee is known for these like these characters so i don't know right. why he would want disney to stop releasing content on them it's not you're not saving Stanley's heritage by taking these characters out of the Marvel universe. Yeah, no, I think he's playing on the idea that he'll get a pretty fat check if uh, if a settlement were to go through. But I mean, you are tarnishing your brother's legacy. Exactly, yeah. and like Stanley's worked with these people at Disney for for years in order to create masterpieces, and I think he had something like sixty two. Um, cameos pre-filmed before his mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. so like, i mean there's still 62 movies that could be produced Damn. that in- still include stan lee so <laughs> why are you trying to take his yeah i don't no. know what it's, he created uh, away from him. it was solely for the money which is weird because i would think that he's 
don't need it. Like somebody who the guy who created Iron Man, if he's getting royalty off Disney, like you're set for life, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I don't know, you have to be pretty living pretty lavishly in order to go through some of those paychecks. Yeah. Or not investing properly. And he's like super old. Like, what all are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so to just kind of clarify what's going on, um, so Marvel count basically sued them for the rights to these uh, characters because they were prominently featured in the successful films of uh, about twenty five different movies. Mm-hmm. And then also just just to note, um, I didn't know this until I read this article. So. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, as many people already know, was the first uh, Marvel film to feature an Asian actor as a star. But aside from that, it hit an all-time record for a film opening on Labor Day weekend. God damn. Yeah, actually, Shang-Chi was the reason why uh, Venom will be released uh, ahead of schedule instead of being... uh like being lit so basically venom was supposed to be delayed for like another month to like november or december mm-hmm. but uh looking at the success that shang chi had uh they uh decided to really release it even earlier than their uh the schedule that they actually put in so instead of uh like november so instead of delaying it for a month they actually made it a month earlier which is freaking amazing yeah no that sounds amazing um just speaking about disney i just uh googled disney movies this year just Mm -hmm. to take a quick look at what they uh, have released so there's a couple interesting things here so i know that free guy did very well as well i went to watch that one in theaters that one was amazing um Mm -hmm. but aside from free guy there's also the king's man so Mm -hmm. that's uh another movie to do with the kingsman so that's just the heritage to how the Kingsman started, which is they were six, very successful with their first movie. Second one wasn't as good, uh, didn't do as well. But I'm uh, I'm expecting some pretty significant changes made to this one to make it very competitive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, those are some of the titles that are speaking out to me, aside from like of course Venom and like the Marvel movies like Eternals and Spider Man No Way From Home. Spider Man's um, gonna be something else. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm calling it right now. Spider Man is gonna make way more revenue than uh, Avengers Endgame did. Oh, 100 percent. Because there's more fans. 100 percent, and like the hype around it is just surreal. Yeah, and so this is this is actually I don't know if this is coming out this year. I'm just double checking. No, it's I thought so. It was early 2022, but this this film will actually make probably more waves than Marvel itself. I, I'm I'm assuming, but I'm I i can not be a hundred percent sure. I'm very confused when I'm when I'm reading this, but uh I'll explain basically what the film is and then go from there. So mm-hmm. um basically Avatar two is being released in twenty twenty two. What? Oh, I've heard so, that they're in production, yeah. So basically, what happened was there was a lot of delays and, and stuff, but they, from what I understood back in the day, when Avatar came out and I was looking like into the stock market for the first time, I was curious about Avatar and if there was going to be continuity. So what I understood was they filmed Avatar 2, 3, 4, I think it was just, yeah, 2, 3, and 4. 
okay. and they were working on filming all of them at the same time and they were going to release them one by one a year apart okay so that they wouldn't have this massive delay like they did with avatar one right because of what it's been like nine years probably more than that now right and we're talking about the blue creatures right yeah yeah the blue yeah, yeah the yeah. blue creatures so it says right here that the release date was december 18th 2020 but it says the film's coming out in 2022 <laughs> oh, just probably like uh covid uh covid delays i i don't know it's <laughs> it's very confusing um okay so there's Avatar 3, 4, and 5. Avatar 2 was finished, I guess, in 2020. And then Avatar 3 was 95% done. I mean, I know their first movie was successful, but their, their first, I think it was successful because uh, like it was the first time that uh, 3D was being like kind of, like that was like when 3D technology was new. And so everybody mm-hmm. was like super... Oh, it's still uh, still wow. to this day. It's highly competitive with the newer three D movies. Right. So, so I'm just I'm looking right now. I I see now what happened. So the original release date was supposed to be December seventeenth, twenty twenty one, and it got pushed back a year to twenty twenty two, December sixteenth. Mm-hmm. So everything's just pushed, which is no big deal. Okay. It's pushed, and sorry, it's two years apart for each each one. And there's Avatar two, three, four, and five. Wow, they're playing five movies off the successive one. They got to make a real good story. And the last one will be released December 22nd, 2028. Yeah, I was wrong. It's 11 years since the first release. You know something? I have not watched the first movie. Oh, man, you you have to. I've watched it probably like four times. It's a long movie. That's why Uh I've watched Captain America probably like nine times. But yeah, no, it's, it's a long movie, but it's worth it. Okay, I should probably do it. Because, uh, yeah, I don't, that's why I don't understand why is it so hyped because I don't know the story. But uh, yeah, I definitely like, will. If you watch it, it, it'll look like a movie that's probably produced like in today's film society. Wow. So it was like revolutionary. Okay. Yeah. When I saw IMAX 3D, it was better than any other 3D movie I've seen to date. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right now, like so many movies are quote unquote 3D, but... Like, it's, like, super bad. Like, they, like, give you one scene, it's just kind of nice, and then that's it. Like, for the whole movie. Now you're stuck with these glasses. You can't watch properly. That's why I don't usually like 3D. But uh, I heard Avatar was, like, the last, what was something else. Mm, yeah, it was. Anyway, with that, what we're trying to say is keep an eye on Disney. I think it's undervalued right now. Not financial advice by any means. That's my personal opinion. Um, but aside from that, keep an eye on Disney, Netflix, and of course, Huawei. I know we can't invest in them directly if you don't have permissions to trade in Hong Kong Exchange, but definitely keep an eye on what kind of uh, implications they'll have on some of the companies in Canada, such as the other maybe phone providers as well, like Apple and uh, Android and Google. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, We've been so going yeah. on for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So with that, thanks for tuning in to another Market Updates podcast. Tune in tomorrow for Stock Stories. We'll be talking all about Evergrande and the new updates regarding what's going on with them. Um, Take it easy. Have a good one. Peace.